You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is officially Labor Day weekend is here and gone, and I guess we all call this sort of the unofficial start to fall for me. Oh my gosh, it is the first day of school for my boys and I know they're excited and my husband and I are so incredibly excited to have a little bit of free time. The first time since March where our kids are back in school. So here in Western PA, they actually are going back five days a week, which is wild and crazy because most places across the country are doing some sort of hybrid or virtual. So we're really grateful and and thankful that we actually have an ability to have a little bit of normalcy. But with that being said, this is like the fourth quarter. This is the final showdown. This is really where, you know, we as business owners put our heads down and say, "Okay, this is it." If I'm going to accomplish the goals that I've set for myself in 2020, I'm going to really need to like put the pedal to the metal. I'm going to need to do a little bit of hustle. And I really want to talk about this sort of fourth quarter push and what this can mean for your business, but also what this can mean for your future. And I always find that right after Labor Day, everybody sort of does one of a few things. You know, you might be thinking, okay, my kids are back in school and I'm ready to commit to myself. I'm ready to commit to a new fitness routine and a nutrition plan. And I'm sort of ready to kind of detox after an awesome summer. For many of you, it's really where you start to say, okay, I need to get back to my routine. I need to get back to business. And this is really where I'm going to get laser focused on what I want to accomplish. And then some people really say like, why bother? The whole year has gone up in flames. I'll just start over in January. I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the year. And so here is my, just my personal opinion, my advice. It is that this time, you know, these the September through December time frame has always been my slight edge. It has always been that time of year where most people check out during the holidays. Most people make excuses. Most people, if they aren't close to any of their goals, this is really where they start to give up. And for me, this is really where I lean in because I know that momentum is built during seasons of sort of intense focus and intense desire to kind of buckle down and and really do the hard things that most people are not willing to do. And so I sort of look at the fourth quarter as a couple of things. Number one, it doesn't matter if you are so incredibly far away from your goals, like you can't even fathom that they are going to happen at this point in the year, you should still put your head down and run as hard as you can. And the reason that I say that is because more often than not, we actually sell ourselves short. We really are capable of a lot more than we 
than we really give ourselves credit for. So, you know, you really can actually accomplish a lot of the goals you've set for yourself. It's just, we need to be intentional about it. Also, when you put a stake in the ground and you say, I'm going to accomplish these goals, no matter what I'm going to, I am going to make it happen. Even if you don't accomplish the goal, even if you fall slightly short, there's nobody that's going to be standing over you that is going to be, you know, making fun of you for not reaching your goals, you guys, right? Nobody's standing there. Nobody's going to shine a spotlight on it and say, you're a big fat failure. We, we confabulate that inside of ourselves, right? No, what's going to happen is you are going to shoot for this ginormous goal and you may not hit the huge goal, but you also are going to be way further along than if you set no goals at all. In fact, I find that every time I I push myself incredibly hard in the last half of the year, I start out the next year with this huge momentum that actually propels me to getting to my goals faster. And actually it was about this time when early on in my business, I was a year into my network marketing business and there was a deadline. Um, And the deadline was to qualify for a leadership event that was taking place in the fall. And I had to reach the deadline by about, this August, September timeframe. And I missed the goal. I missed the goal by a couple of weeks. I didn't hit the qualifications that I needed to get the invitation to attend this leadership conference. And so I had one of two options. I could either roll over and, you know, just cry defeat and let the rest of the year sort of go down the tubes because of a missed goal that really I wanted so badly Or I could say to myself, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. This is supposed to happen to me. This is a learning experience. And I don't know how this is going to be a learning experience, but I'm going to lean into it. And I am actually going to work harder. And I did the second. So I realized after throwing myself a decent little pity party, I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to work harder. I'll never let this happen again. I'll never miss another goal, you know, and I'll always put my head down and I'll outwork the competition. And so while everybody was at that leadership retreat, I was at home here hustling. I was recruiting and posting and, and really kind of talking myself up as, as a leader. And guess what happened? I didn't reach the goal in that time frame but I reached other goals within three to six months. Things that I didn't reach by the end of that year, I was reaching in the first quarter of the next year because I didn't stop moving forward. And it is always, it's, it's just bottom line is it's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift in saying to yourself, it doesn't matter if I don't hit the goal by the deadline, I'm not giving up on the goal. I'm going to get to the goal. The goal isn't going to change, but just how I'm going to get there might be slightly different. So how do we actually gain this fourth quarter magic? And that's really what today is about. And I can tell you wholeheartedly fourth quarter, that's where it's at. That's where we, that is where we, we kind of pull apart from the competition. Um, and this is just really where the rubber rubber really does meet the road. So the first thing is I actually have been sitting here taking some time over the Labor Day weekend to really realign. All right. And so when I realign, I define that as I get out my goals I get out my vision board. So sitting on my desk is my my goals. It's my vision board. And I'm looking at the things that are on there. 
And I'm asking myself, are these things still in line with where I want to go in my business? And I'm going through each goal and I'm asking myself, does this excite me? What has changed? And there is a lot that has changed so far in this year. So there is a lot of reflection that's happening for me. And so one of the things that I have been really, really in tune with in 2020 has been my desire to work smarter to really create, you know, my chic influencer business to really exponentially grow that part of, you know, of my career to also really focus on the right pieces of my direct sales business, you know, and to kind of make some shifts in there. So I'm becoming a little more efficient with how I run my company. And so one of the things that I've been thinking about is my mental health. And it's really kind of this thing where I say to myself, all right, are the things I'm putting on my calendar, are they aligned to my mental health and to where I want to go? And so I know that I am wired to be a high performer. I'm wired to set new goals, to run, 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 to burn myself out. I'm wired to create because that is what I love. But I also recognize that if a goal of mine is to get eight hours of sleep a night. If a goal of mine is to be physically in really great shape, if a goal of mine is to have my anxiety under control, then is saying yes to another thing in business, even though I think it's a great business idea, is that in line with my priorities? And so I go through this process of saying, you know what? I think that I just need to scale this part back because, you know, I'm going to really focus intently on this part of my business. And I ask myself questions. What is the best use of my time? What is going to create long-term opportunities? So you're really evaluating what are your short-term opportunities and ask yourself, like, are those smart opportunities, these short-term ones, how do they, are they going to, are you just saying yes to everything because everything sounds good? You got to get to the point where you're actually weighing opportunities. Is this the best use of my time? Is this going to create future opportunities? Is this a smart business move, right? And do I need to delay instant gratification today for long-term success? And there are going to be some yeses and nos in there, And so what I've been doing is I've been changing, rewriting, editing, you know, updating my goals, my vision, my clarity statements, who I want to be, what I want to accomplish based on my experiences that I have collected over the first eight months of 2020. So first and foremost, I know where I want to be. I know what the goals are that I want to accomplish, and I'm running directly towards those things. Number two is I'm asking myself, okay, if I am going to move forward with, you know, some of the big goals that I have for myself, what can I do to make sure that I'm managing my time, the things I'm saying yes to, my to-do list better? And so as a mom of two kids, you know, as a wife, as somebody that owns two businesses, my calendar is incredibly full. So what does my days look like so that I'm getting all of the things that are top priority done? Well, first and foremost, I realize that I'm never going to get it all done. 
I'm never, I'm never, every day there's going to be an abundance of to-dos, so I'm never going to get them all completed. So I have realistic expectations. But what I do do is I batch my priorities into what I like to call power blocks. So I have power blocks within each day that allow me to be super focused and productive and eliminate distractions. And I will say that throughout the seasons of my life and my children, as they've gone from babies, when I started to, you know, kids that are adolescents now that are in, you know, fifth grade, fourth and fifth grade, it looks a little different. So when I look at batching my priorities into power blocks, I have times of the day where I actually block out my calendar to do Melanie Metro activities, like answer my emails to clean out my inbox. But I do it in such a way that I do it when I am I don't have interruptions. So it, for me, it is usually 5.30 in the morning to 6.30 in the morning. I will answer all of my urgent emails, all of the things that need a response, not things that I can just sort of do randomly, but what are the things that need a response right now? I'll go through the inboxes that need to be answered and I'll do those. But I really do almost pay attention. I do. I pay attention to the clock or I set a timer. So if I know I have one hour to get through all the urgent inbox messages, that's what I'm doing during that time. It's a power block. It means during that time, I'm not surfing the internet for the latest Labor Day sales. I'm not reading random messages from you know success partners and business partners. I am in my inbox doing the things that actually produce income. All right. Then I may have another power block throughout the day, which is a creative block. That's where I'm not allowing people to be able to schedule calls with me. I'm not allowing, you know, um, dings or ringers or notifications to be coming in, which means everything's on silent and I'm putting my earbuds and I know for the next 45 minutes I'm creating and I need to make three pieces of content and I know that kind of the ideas of what the content might look like. And so I'm getting that stuff done. Other things that I will do when I batch my priorities is sometimes even on the weekends, on a Saturday, I may get myself all dressed, my hair, my makeup, I'll lay out three different tops and I will record videos for my social or, you know, anything that I need within my groups or outside of my groups for the week. So I'm batching content. I know that I need a video on this topic and this topic and this topic, and I can have three different outfits. I can put my hair up, put my hair down, move around the house, but it's done. It's done. It's uploaded and I can move on with my day right? So that is me getting ahead of the content. So I'm not always operating from a place of, I have to get this out there or I'm already behind. Okay. So I want you to even look at as you're going into September saying, what are the things that need to be a priority that I'm not making priority? That is definitely your invites, you're prospecting, you're growing your warm market, creating great content, doing your follow-ups, right? It is not just randomly scrolling Facebook. It is not just randomly chit-chatting with success partners. It's not spending hours catching up on trainings or redoing resources or documents that you've created before. It is generating income activities. So I batch that stuff, you know, throughout my week so that I'm making sure that those things are happening for me.
Another thing that I do is I make a to-do list every single evening before I go to bed or first thing in the morning when I wake up and I'm going through my morning routine, you know, I'm sitting in my chair. I am writing in my five-minute journal. I'm doing my meditation. I'm reading my personal development. I also set my goals, or not my goals, my to-do list for the day. And that means I am making a list of everything that's in my brain but then I'm going down through and I'm numbering them in order of importance so that the things that have to be done get done. The things that are fun little projects that I want to work on, they're going to happen once I get the high priority activities done. And you really understand what your high priority activities are as you are doing them. You will find what generates income and what does not. And if you aren't raising your level of awareness, you guys, if you're sitting here going, I don't even know what my income producing activities are, you guys, you're not obviously leaning into how to grow the business that you're trying to grow. I mean, if you're in sales, if you're in direct sales, what grows your business? Signing up customers. Okay, well, you sign up customers by talking to people. If you don't have people to talk to, you go out and you prospect and you develop new relationships and you find people to talk to. If you are in real estate and you know the only way you're going to generate income is by creating commissions, then you need to go market and follow up with people or reach out to new people or you know, um, start running an ad or creating social media content that gets people in the door. You know, it is finding groups on Facebook that of people that are looking to move, right? It is actually prospecting, right? And getting out there and connecting with people. That's awareness. You gotta be, you have to know how to generate income in your industry. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're just, you just have a hobby. Okay. All right. So the next one is saying yes to any task, any appointment, any activity may sound great in the moment. It might be easy for you to do. So for example, if somebody called me and said, hey, do you want to run the fundraiser for you know the kids this year for fourth grade? I could say, yes, I've got great organizational skills. I could definitely do that. It wouldn't be hard, but is it in line with my priorities? Is it in line with my goals for my business, my goals for my family and my personal life and my own mental health? And the answer may be, no, it's not in line, but I can do it. It's easy. It's not a hard job. Nobody else has stepped up to the plate, but here's the thing. I don't want to say yes to something that's going to take time away from my boys. Or if I say yes to this fundraiser, that means I'm saying no to a power block of time that could create income that could help us get financially to where we're trying to go in our lives. So I have to remember that saying yes to anything means I'm saying no to something else. And at the end of the day, I'm not willing to sacrifice some of the other things that are more important. So I've learned to say, thanks for the invite, but unfortunately, it's not going to work out for me. And I don't need to give people any other explanation than thanks for thinking of me now just isn't a good time for me to take on something new. Okay. All right. Also, I want you guys to think about yourselves as, as entrepreneurs. We, the first thing we do, the first thing I, when I talk to other people is they don't take care of themselves. As a business owner, if you want to be productive and successful, 
and feel good and have great energy. You've got to take care of yourself. And the one thing that I've learned in the fourth quarter is burnout is legit real. It's, it's real all 12 months of the year, but it's even more real now. So my best advice for you as you go in through this fourth quarter is to say to yourself, I need to make sure that every single week I'm honoring certain things about myself. So for example, through the process of just self-discovery, I know that seven hours of sleep is my sweet spot. If I want to be mentally clear to be able to perform throughout the day, I need seven hours of sleep. I know that I need to get up and work out in the morning. That just gets my day started. It really makes a big difference. Water. I got to drink my water. If I'm not drinking at least four of my big Yeti cups of water a day, a brain fog kicks in. If I feed my body um, foods that are highly processed and have a lot of carbs and sugars in there, my body's just going to feel blah. I'm not going to feel my best. I know that if I don't allow myself, you know, time throughout the week to sit on the couch and watch mindless TV, if I don't allow myself time to go do some fun things that are not work related, I will hit burnout. I lack creativity. I lack the drive and desire. And so for me, I have learned that I need to go to bed at a certain time and I need to wake up at a certain time. And I try incredibly hard to stick to that every single day of the week. I limit my alcohol. That is so important for my productivity. I notice a huge difference if I have a couple of glasses of wine and I didn't drink enough water and I maybe went a little bit overboard. I feel it the next day. I know it is going to affect my performance. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. And then sometimes I am like, no, I have a big goal. I have a lot on my plate and I need to make sure I'm taking care of my body. So for me and for all of you, taking care of yourself, even when stress is higher, is important. So mamas out there that are trying to homeschool their kids and do virtual learning and are trying to grow a side hustle, and maybe you even have a full-time job, the worst thing you can do is put yourself on the back burner right now. All right? So find time to get a 20-minute workout, to go to bed, to shut it off at night, to have a routine of winding down and getting yourself ready for the next day. I promise you those things will pay off in the end. So you guys, here's the thing. As we go into the last couple of months in the year, the last piece of advice is who do you need buy-in from? Do you need the support of a significant other? Do you and your spouse need to sit down and say, look, I got a big goal and the qualification deadline is mid-November. So from now until mid-November, I'm going to put in an extra one to two hours a day into my business. I'm going to need help, you know, maybe cooking dinners or doing the laundry or keeping the house cleaned or bedtime routine. And I am always going to communicate to you what nights I'm going to need a little extra help or on the weekends when I need to sneak away for an hour or two, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing. And this is how it's going to benefit our family by me accomplishing this goal. It will, it will mean X amount of money in our bank account. It will mean this kind of freedom for our future. It will be this trip that we can pay for in cash or these bills that we can actually pay off. And so this is short-term discomfort to create long-term momentum. 
And so we all got to be in board because it's not fair for us to be in a relationship and it to be all one person's um, burden that it's falling on. So I truly believe communication and expectation is incredibly important. You guys, it is time it is time to turbocharge the fourth quarter of your business. And I am so excited to be on this journey with you. And over the next couple of months, I'm going to be in here sharing with all of you, all of my tips and tricks that I have up my sleeve for how to end the year strong. You guys, I want you to head on over to chicinfluencer.com. That is where I support business owners um, and people that are looking for accountability, that are looking for strategy, that are looking for, you know, social media and storytelling and business and leadership and duplication, because guess what? We've got some big things coming in the month of October. And if you are looking for mentorship to help you crush your fourth quarter goals, you are not going to want to miss this opportunity. Make sure you're on our email list because you'll be the first to get updates anytime we announce anything new that is coming. And our Chic Influencer community is a great place to stay connected and get trainings throughout the month. And this month, the month of September, it is all about handling objections, creating conversions through conversations. Uh, we're talking about Instagram reels and how to rock your business. So you guys come hang out with us over there. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Um, if you tag me on Instagram, IG stories, I will make sure that I feature you. And I always love to know what are your biggest tips, but you guys, I am rooting for you to crush the end of the year. I know you can do it. I know it is a push. I know that you are worthy of achieving these goals. And when you prove to yourself that you can do hard things, when you set the goal, you put the stake in the ground, you tell people what you need from them in order to make it happen, big things will come your way. All right, friends, have a great night, have a great day, and I will see you guys soon.